Hey, so I'm Ryan Bayless. And I'm Alec Bayless. And we're the Bayless Brothers. And this program that you are currently watching is called The Whiskey Show. The Whiskey Whiskey Show. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for just, you know, coming along. Just playing along with us. Yeah. Uh, If you haven't figured it out by now, we love whiskey. Uh, And we've dedicated this first season of our program, season one, Mm -hmm. uh, to being about New York whiskey because we live in New York uh, and we're passionate about New York whiskey. And there's so much stuff out there about Kentucky bourbon that you can access. And And probably already know. And probably already know. And when you get it, if you don't, you know, there's so much to get, but... This is, you know, our perspective into something I feel like we might know better than other people, not to be better than them, but to give more access to a new thing in whiskey. We want to introduce you to a whole kind of new world. Uh, So on that, we're in the town currently, our studio is in the town of Hudson, uh, which is in the Hudson Valley. Uh, Today's whiskey is called the Hudson Whiskey. Hudson Whiskey. Uh, it is not made in the town of Hudson. No. However, it is made in the Hudson Valley. And on the Hudson River. And on the Hudson River. Kind of. Uh, and it is uh, a delightful distillery yep. that was really kind of the OG New York distillery, farm distillery. Uh, the original owner, a fellow named Ralph, mm-hmm. uh, basically helped create all the laws that allowed New York whiskey to New York craft whiskey to explode. Um, Because prior to Ralph, there wasn't a liquor or a a distilling license that was very affordable for anyone who wasn't like really money, who had had like deep pockets. That and... And it wasn't uh, possible to sell your liquor like on sale. You couldn't let yeah. people taste. There was there was all kinds of rules that just were like outdated, and you had to have someone. It, it was all these, this nonsense that he really, you know, petitioned for to and, to change and it changed whiskey in New York. Like there, there yeah. has been this whole uh, you know kind of domino effect that's happened after all the work. Ralph and a number of other people co. did, but Ralph, yeah. Ralph and co is a great, yeah. Uh, but Ralph was sort of the OG. Uh, and he, from my understanding, didn't even really drink whiskey. Uh, he had bought this property, uh, in the Hudson Valley that he wanted to build a climbing ranch on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great mountains in the area and a lot of climbers come tons, thousands of climbers come to the area, uh, to climb. And there wasn't really a lot of investment in that. So Ralph thought, uh, this is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Ralph thought I'll build a campground or a climbing ranch. He called it, uh, for people to just kind of camp or stay or like a place. Yeah. Uh, and what a, what a good investment idea that is. Uh, and so he comes to town. I believe he was a New Yorker, uh, but also a, a huge climbing person. Yeah. He had opened um, some gyms in the city, some climbing gyms. And so he had decided like, I'm going to come out to the Hudson Valley and, and make an investment. And, uh, and, uh, he got there and his neighbors basically were like, we don't want anything to change in this town at all. And if you build stuff, we're going to be upset. And they sued him 
uh, enough that he had to like sell some of the property he had bought. Uh, and so he went to like the, the town and, and, and uh, the people in charge and said like, what do I do here? Like, what can I, what can I do? And they're like, well, you can farm. What am I allowed to what make? What am I allowed to do? What am I allowed to make? Like I gotta, I gotta, I bought this property. And so they're like, well, you can farm and you can like make wine, I guess. Um, you know, anything like fruit based, I believe like a fruit based yeah. spirit. These are like old liquor rules that happened after prohibition uh, that the states like stuck to because the liquor lobby, which is sort of the people who sell the bottles to the stores or are the stores, uh, kind of set the rules. And so Ralph challenged that um, in what some might call a backroom deal. <laughs> no, Actually, I don't know if they did any backroom, backroom deals. Well, uh, well but, another use of, uh, so he started Tuttletown, which yes, is the yes. name of the distillery. Uh, Hudson Whiskey is the brand. Yes. Um, so yeah, there was like, there was in the early days. He he's no longer a part of the company. He sold it to William Grant and Sons. Yeah, which uh, is a, sort of a bigger uh, spirits conglomerate. Yeah. Um, who actually gave us this bottle? I should say that not for this program, uh, but we were visiting Tuttletown uh, once, and they gave us this bottle. So uh, it's not like they sent it to us. This is not a no. proper review. This is an opinion show. This is not branded, uh, but. Uh, this particular Hudson Whiskey, we've had their rye and enjoy their rye quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, so they have a, an array of products. They have the, a rye, a bourbon, um, a, a maple barreled bourbon. I think it's their bourbon with yeah. finished in a maple barrel. And then they have this backroom deal. Which they also is that like seven, a, the, the, oh, uh, the four-part harmony, yes. which is... Um, a seven-year that's got four, four grains. Yeah, four yeah. grains. Um, but this backroom deal, the reason we chose this for this episode is because we talk a lot about Empire Rye and, and New York Rye. And that this is definitely like a New York straight rye whiskey. However, it's finished in peated scotch barrels. Uh, because in in whiskey, American whiskey, uh, the, the, the first was like bourbon, right? That was like the popular choice uh, in the modern age of, of, of whiskey. And, and then rye has really started to rise and have this moment. And then there's uh, the American single malt, mm -hmm. which is the American sort of answer to scotch. And so this is not an American single malt, but I think doing like finishing something in a peated scotch barrel is like testing the waters there a little uh, bit. Yeah, I, feel, I have a feeling it's going to taste like one. Let me pour you some. Just a splash. Just a splash. Now, you don't like this. I don't. Probably. <laughs> Alec doesn't like peated stuff. I don't like scotch. Smoke, smoky kind of stuff. Uh, on the nose, it's, it's like rye. It'll grow on me. On the know. nose, uh, you get I get the rye that I'm yeah. used to, yeah, um, which is comforting that, to me. I know that Hudson rye. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, and we've spent on, uh, a lot of time there visiting, uh, working on a documentary project uh, called Fire, Water, and Grain, the story of Empire Rye. And we met uh, uh, the great fellow who runs the place now. Brendan O'Rourke. Brendan O'Rourke. Really, really nice guy. Amazing guy, yeah. Um, and, was, and has treated us so kindly, given us great tours. And like, so I feel like we've gotten a chance to like really and then get explore. to know them. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tasted some some whiskey out of some barrels there. But his, you have tried this a number of times at this point. Backroom deal. Backroom deal. Uh, this might be my second time. Oh, I thought you tried one out of the barrel or something. 
Didn't you do that once? Didn't you try something out of the barrel? Maybe. We've had the rye out of the barrel, but the, I don't know. For some reason, I thought you tried that, but maybe I might have. Um, so this is not. This is finished uh, in a, in a Scotch barrel. And my guess is that Peter William Grandsons, which is originally from the UK, sense, yeah. would send one of their Scotch barrels over, and you know yeah. they sort of have barrel programs that work like that. In order to be bourbon, you have to be in a new American white oak barrel um and then usually that barrel gets sent over because scotch doesn't have the same rules but in this case if they're finishing they might be sending a bottle a barrel from a scotch over to the u.s so that this stuff gets used what i've heard is that barrels can go for a hundred years at least well yeah um, a lot of scotch barrels are reused bourbon barrels yeah so yeah. um yeah it makes sense that it's kind of a fun play on that. that's like keep 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 it going yeah you know? yeah um let's give it a little shot I, the smoke i can taste in my nostrils uh, you have a rough, rough, rough time with this one. Yeah, I just don't like peat that much. It's so. Um, I think that the nose is peaty, but that this mostly tastes like the rye that I expect. I get some of the rye, but I it's mostly <laughs> that like band aid flavor scotch, mm. that peated scotch has. Yeah, that I get. I get medical. Uh, what's What's sort of interesting about this? Because it's a rye, it's got, um, I wouldn't say it's, there's a heaviness to it, but there's like a, a fuller mouth feel. And scotch, for me, tends to be a little bit lighter in the mouth. Um, for sure, yeah. I don't know how that works. Uh, what, what do you call that, viscosity? I just call it mouth feel. Mouth feel. Yeah. Um, but like it's, the scotch has a lighter, so sometimes that smokiness is sort of more wispy. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, lighter. It comes lighter. in, disappears lighter. When you add it to like a rye or a bourbon, it's definitely thicker in the mix. Yeah, I mean, if you simply by looking at the kind of the color of this mm-hmm. uh, whiskey, it's gonna be darker than scotches I've had. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you do. It, it is kind of a cool. You said like, scotches color. you've had. Yeah, I thought you said Scott's iPad. It's, oh, it's, it's like, uh, darker. Scott? It's darker than Scott's iPad. You know what? This is interesting. This has the Empire Rye logo on it, so it must be made from an Empire Rye as well. Yeah. So it's an Empire Rye. So that means it's seventy-five percent Rye, plus. I just heard this crazy sound. Do you hear a sound? Yeah, it's like it's raining. It's raining. Rain. Sorry. Uh, Rain. So go away. Uh, <laughs> we're currently shooting the show right now uh, in the middle of winter, and this is basically our saving grace. This whiskey, right. this well, whiskey, drinking this whiskey. Actually, I, second second sip, it's less yeah. shocking to yeah. the mouth. Yeah. And uh tastes way better. I think because of that that rye. Like so, the fin- there's like a longer finish. There's the, some- I that's what I'm saying. I'm tasting the rye that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um my issue honestly is just the nose. I don't necessarily like the smokiness on the nose, but I actually kind of appreciate it in the uh in the flavor, in like when I sip it. Um I, I like it in the first sip. I can kind of taste it, and I don't mind it in the finish, but I don't love it as much in the finish. I think there's an important t- the like smokiness and peatiness are different. Mm-hmm. Like that's fair. Like yeah. just for for me because I don't I yeah. think it's like an earthy smoke, right? Well, it's like it's like this. It's moss. It's like a peat moss. Yeah, I, I don't like. Yeah, yeah. But it is associated often with smoke. But yeah. It's it's because well, they light it right. They fight. It's a smoky like I think that it's lit on yeah, fire. Yeah, I think like there's a smoke element. I don't, um, I don't but know. But like American single single malts are they sometimes use like certain logs to smoke it. Yeah, I guess uh, it's mostly based. Um, there's there's a different uh, mash bill. 
So sure. Uh, there's it's a lot a of single things. malt, which is yeah, what I think which, scotch is the same thing, but well, yeah, we don't well, know that much about scotch. Well, malt, be malt being the the main grain. Yeah, sure. Fifty one percent malt. That's Correct. how single the way single malt. It just means it's from a single distillery, and there's some other rules there, but I don't know them exactly. So right, right. All right, it right. means is it's like a malt whiskey from a single distillery. So let's let's have a let's have a little moment of learning in case you are a beginner to whiskey. Uh, bourbon is uh, 51% uh, uh, corn. Which green? Yeah, I was like, uh-oh. It's 51%. <laughs> There's some learning from a dummy. Bourbon. Uh, uh, 51% bourbon. Is, bourbon. Is, is, uh, bourbon is at least 51% corn. Uh, you could have a weeded whiskey, which would be at least 51% wheat. Uh, Rye. Single malt, uh, American single malt is at least 50% Malt 51, yeah, and then 51 percent. Sorry, uh, and then rye is at least 51 percent rye, um, yeah. which I actually find really interesting because, like, the ryes that we drink in New York are like 75. If for, for it to be an empire rye, it needs to be at least 75. So, I'm sort I'm used to a certain kind of rye, but like a Kentucky rye is almost like a cheat sometimes, it feels like to me. Because it's like it's like fifty one percent rye, forty nine percent corn. So, it's yeah, like, yeah. like like something like a Michter's tenure or not tenure, Michter's rye, which I like. Is not that far off from the Michter's bourbon, in my opinion. Well, it, yeah, I for the most part I agree, but it is like if you just look at all the things as they exist. Mm -hmm. If you want a certain flavor profile, like if you want a bourbon, well, if you want like a lower rye rye whiskey that yeah. that is just fifty one percent, yeah, then that might be awesome. Like some some bourbons I love are like sixty percent bourbon, you know? Yeah, or yeah, or corn. Now yeah. I'm doing it. Are 60% <laughs> corn, and I and I like because it has more rye in it, but it's still like predominantly yeah. even high, you know, higher than 51% a bourbon. Right. right. So, uh, like Nulu has this uh, bourbon that I love that is like 60, 30, 10, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's delicious. So it's, it's a in a new there's this really new kind of vertical that's happening too that I'm really interested in, which is the American single Kool Aid. Uh, it's fifty-one percent Kool-Aid. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then what's the rest? And then it's uh, the rest of it is just beer. Oh, Kool-Aid and like beer. It's like a light beer that they pour into it. Sounds it's a college like, drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't had it in a while. <laughs> you haven't had it in a while. It's oh golly. What, oh. Did you drink whiskey in college? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. You know, our dad, who sort of we got the love of whiskey from, uh, didn't really drink that much. Doesn't like beer. Doesn't really care for wine. But we'd go visit our grandfather, who who does enjoy drinking mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit. Uh, it's uh, out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to God now. <laughs> um, no, it, he, he, they would drink Jack and Cokes. When Dad would go visit yeah. our grandfather, they would drink Jack and Cokes. I just remember like two Jack and Cokes in, the two of them, we'd have some movie on the TV, and the two of them were just like... <sighs> snoring. Snoring with their heads back. And now I find myself like waking up after having whiskey and being like, did I fall asleep? Did I fall yeah. asleep? Am I still asleep? Uh, but so when I got to college, I moved to New York City. I was like 19 and I was uh, going to bars and they weren't carding me allegedly. And I was allegedly trying lots of Jack and Cokes. No, the first time I ordered one downtown New York City allegedly. And it was like, uh, I went to this bar. And I was like, yeah, can I get a Jack and Coke? And they're like $13. And I was like, whoa, I don't Ugh. have $13. Ugh. What are you talking about? For Jack and Coke? Uh, for a Jack and Coke, like in a plastic cup. Yeah. Uh, and that, But at that time, they probably weren't 
making cocktails at most of the bars. Now most bars have to make a cocktail. Like I, for a long time, I lived in Queens uh, in an Irishy kind of neighborhood. And if you went and ordered like an old fashioned at a, at a pub, yeah, yeah, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But Jack and Coke's a normal drink. But yeah. a Jack and Coke, it's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, or ch- yeah, I know. Yeah, those those drinks that take a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah. I uh, so They're I could be more more. Common. There was a time where I, I was like getting into trying cocktails more, and it was becoming more of a thing in New York City. And so I went to this like pub, and I was like, "Can I have an old fashioned?" The guy was like, "Oh, yeah, you betcha, buddy!" And he like made me, and he, <laughs> you betcha, buddy! He's and from then, like, he's, I, he was from Wisconsin. No, he's Irish, and uh, he came over to me. He's like, "I uh, spilled the bitters in it." Oh, no. And I was like, he's like, but is that okay? He's like, sorry, the top came off. That's way And too I was much. just like, so I'm from the Midwest. We're from the Midwest. And I was like, yeah, no, that, that's, that's okay. Uh, sure. And uh, he gave it to me. And I had like a big sip of it. And I was like, nope. You are going to take this the fuck back. Yeah. This is disgusting. That's he funny because. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. Nowadays, I would probably potentially be fine with that drink. With a lot, you like a lot of bitters? Well, this was I, like the top came off the bitters. No, and I know, it was like but a think, shots worth. I know, but I think yeah, no, that's probably too much. But like a Toronto, like with uh, uh, Fernet Bronc, uh, Fernet in it with yeah. um, whiskey. That's not bitters. That's it's, a digestive. What do you think bitters does? Well, I understand, but it's not the same thing. They're they're very similar. Really, in their makeup. Yeah, very similar. Oh. I'm potentially the same thing, just in different kind of formats. Hmm. It's more like if it's like salt and pepper. The bitters are like salt and pepper. It's much more mild and like yeah. you could drink. It wasn't uh, good. I'm telling you. Yeah. Good. No. I mean, there's like an amaro is different than than bitters for yeah. sure. Yeah. If you dumped salt into the cup, it would yeah. be disgusting. So yeah. you, I imagine it's much stronger. Yeah. yeah. You. It I was comes out surprised. as little drops. You know. He was just like knew so little about. It. He's like, I don't know. Maybe I gave you more of something you like. Oh, like, oh no, I see. definitely not. No, that would ruin the drink. You're yeah, right. You're yeah. right. I was like, buddy, cool come your, on. Cool your jets a little bit. I recently had a Jack and Coke. Yeah? Yeah. I'll never have a Jack and Coke again. Really? Yeah. It's Maybe it was the cheap whiskey that they used. I was at a casino. Jack? Was it Jack? It was Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it was the shitty whiskey they used. No, see, I, I'll drink Jack on its own, but mixed with Coca-Cola... It is, it's a special flavor. It has a such a and it it took it's me sweet. back to being like super fucking broke. Yeah, and 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 drunk and drunk and yeah. feeling like and having that drink. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, it's such a them together. Yeah, is so bad. Yeah, it creates this like and for me because yeah. I think it's an experience based thing for that. It's just it was disgusting. So for me thinking about college drinking Jack and Cokes. I didn't get that sick, mostly because I couldn't afford to buy enough to get sick. But like, so there, to From me, it's the like, Coke, though, it so was like, Coca-Cola. oh, yeah, no, I could have had the sugar back then, I guess. Now, yeah. now in my mid 30s, late 30s, there's no way. But uh, in my early 20s, I guess I, I was more tolerant. But I, for me, it's like being alive. It's like, oh, I'm walking around Times Square at 1230 at night. And yeah. I'm from the middle of Michigan. Yeah. And this yeah. is like a life. I'm alive. Um the issue I have is vodka. Like vodka was my, you know, get messed up in college. Your drug of thing. choice. Yeah, I mean, I remember drinking uh, a shot of vodka, watching the Super Bowl every time they showed the coach. You would take a shot. I would take a shot, You'd and be drunk I woke minutes. up at a stranger's apartment in Harlem, covered in a Britney Spears blanket. 
Uh, and I was like, what in the hell and happened to me? What happened? Yeah, I was like, who tied my feet? <laughs> no, it was just someone. Like, just, Ryan, you did that to yourself. Yeah. They're like, we don't know how you tied both your feet and your hands, yeah. but you did it. They were like, yeah. And I was like, and why? <laughs> What's this plate of spaghetti? Uh, I just remember like watching the game, puking. Maybe somebody was filming me. And then I woke up alone in this weird apartment. Um, it's like a friend of ours who went to college with that. I went to college with, like we were all at this house Yeah. and then there was like a room down a long hallway that was like a Buddhist room. And there was always like a temple shrine. Hmm. So like woke up, took this thing off, looked down this hallway. It's like Buddhist shrine. And then just like left. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't think vodka is the best thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, uh, neutral grain spirit. So we just say, why? Yeah, you know, yeah. unless I'm cutting yeah. calories, or something, it's, it's an out. It has no flavor. I, I unless I, they add it, and it's just, just most of the time gross. I was at an airport not so long ago at the Indianapolis airport. My apologies, in a lounge, and I uh, was like, it's the morning, probably too early for whiskey. First mistake, mm -hmm. uh, and I I got an orange juice and vodka double. And I had it, drank it pretty fast. And I was like, well, I got to board the airplane pretty soon. Yeah. And I was like, nope, but first you're going to puke. And I went to the bathroom, puked, and was like, well, that was awful. And then I got on the airplane and was like, oh, what's on my beard? Oh, you was like puke. puke and I was wearing a mask with like puke on my beard. <laughs> and I was like, this is called rock bottom. Yeah. You are at rock bottom right now. Damn. Uh, oh, I just thought of this thing. I was driving into work today and I heard this amazing country song that I think you'd really like. The guy was like, I've been telling myself to stop drinking, but I don't listen to an alcoholic. No. <laughs> and he's the alcoholic. Or something like that. It was really funny. He's like, I don't listen to an alcoholic. Fix my drink. Isn't that what the song? Oh, yeah. 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 Can't fix that, but I can fix a drink. Is that what Another it is? a great country song. Uh, why do you think that country music talks about whiskey more than any other genre? You know why. Because it's from the South? That's not from the South. Like because Kentucky or something? Maybe I was. I mean, yeah. it's like Tennessee is where a lot of country music's written. I think whiskey's a country thing, man. Yeah. It's a country drink. Are like, you, you a country be a, person or a city person? You gotta be a It's just, it's connected to. I can't imagine a country person just, like loving this show, but maybe you are. Why not? And I love you. We're country people. You think so? We grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere, Indiana and Michigan. We're country people? We're country people. You can move. You can go. You can go far away. You can go to the center of the biggest know. city in the world. I'm a metropolitan man. Boy, you a country boy, and you always will be. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a metropolitan man. Yes. Nope. Some people used to call you're us a, metrosexuals. You're, you're wearing a you're wearing a you're wearing a metropolitan man skin suit, <laughs> but the meat inside is country cornbread, potato fed, baby. We grew up on steak and a one sauce. I'm telling you. Oh man. You can, you can put a jacket on the. <laughs> You can you, put that blazer on, you, you buddy. Can take, you can take the boy out of the country, but you can't take the country out the boy. Oh, yeah. And that's why we're here drinking whiskey. Yeah. Well, well, we drank some Hudson whiskey from our friends at Tuttletown. Uh, backroom deal. Alec doesn't love it. I liked it more than I expected. I've had it before, but yeah. uh, I had sort of a new perspective. Don't love the nose. 
enjoy the flavor. I tried Finishes, their rye. Yeah. You know, but uh, hey, I'm I'm always happy to drink an Empire Rye. Love New York whiskey. So uh, you know, it is what it is, my dude. Yep. Hey, hey, we're the Bayless Brothers, and this is the Whiskey Show. We're really, really, really glad you watched. Yeah, and as our family member said, our great grandfather's brother at some family reunion said this is what they used to say. So we decided to live our lives. We've by decided it. to dedicate our complete lives to drink. Is to live. Is to live. Good to be with you, buddy. Thank you.